0: Hey gang, my name's Toby, and I'm the host of the podcast Prioritize. It's a big, bright, beautiful world out there, and at many times can be somewhat troubling and difficult to maneuver. The whole reason I started this podcast is to help people just like you, because I've been there before, and I learned a thing or two from the bruises. I'm here to help. If you've got questions, comments, or concerns about issues going on in your life, shoot me a message over at me at tobybaker.life. I don't get to all my email every single day, but when I get to yours, I'll be certain to reply the best that I can. Thanks for listening. Welcome to another episode of Prioritize. They accomplish while you drown in lists. It's difficult to juggle your responsibilities. Husband, father, brother. It goes on, but your energy doesn't. You're pondering what I'm pondering. Prioritize what's right for you, not what's left behind. This is Prioritize with Toby Baker. You'll have to speak up. I'm wearing a towel. Greetings, gentlemen and ladies. This is Prioritize. Here we discuss prioritizing faith, family, relationships, relationships, and more. I'm your crazy white, formerly fat host, the baker boy himself. Welcome to the show. And today we prioritize engagement to get hitched. Oh, yeah. We've got the sucky zuki now, huh? Eh? Get engaged to get married, tying the knots. Uh, I guess there's a lot of different euphemisms or sayings that, that go in there, but... Uh, I wanted to share with you a quick story. Went down to Florida with my lovely bride last year. Been married for a bit, and uh, we don't normally get to do that. Uh, so that was a real treat for us. And uh, prior to going down, I noticed my ring, my wedding ring, had, had become rather loose. I would uh, slide it up just to, you know, because for a long time, I mean, you, you, I said formally fat. So at one point, I was significantly overweight. Uh, For my height, uh, I was not getting the presidential seal of approval from the insurance company saying, hey, we're going to give you the presidential rate, the prioritizing rate, because you're taking such good good care of your health. You're not eating donuts, which I was. You're not eating uh, sautéed onions with bacon grease, which I may have had a couple times throughout the course of my life. And I see you don't have any flaming Hot Cheetos or Gummy Bears. And we both know that I did. I would occasionally slide my my wedding ring up just a smidgen, kind of revealing that uh, the wedding ring ring around your ring finger, uh, indicating that that part of your flesh had not seen daylight for quite some time. It was nice once I began to lose the weight, I can you know, slide that up and, and back and forth. And I must have been stretching the uh, The ring, uh, unbeknownst to me, And to my own detriment. As fate would have it, as the Lord would have it, we were down in Anna Maria Island last year. Gorgeous area, love the place. Vintage style Florida. I had mentioned this on a previous podcast. There's, there's, its buildings are kind of a sun dried. Uh, turquoise and yellow and faded blues and faded green. Just a very tropical area. Wonderful climate. It was hot. It was humid. You go by the ocean, uh, by the um, the Gulf of Mexico there. It was phenomenal. Our Airbnb, when we were staying down there, had its private pool, which was really sweet. You walk out, and boom, there's a nice little pool just for you and the wife. Well, I had uh, looked at my, my ring finger, and... I'd pulled it up just a little bit and the um the ring it broke. Broke in half. I'd I never seen a ring do that before, and there's probably you know, gemologists that would listen to this podcast and say give me a very technical and scientific explanation as to why the gold ring that had been on my finger for the past twenty four years uh had you know, concocted some kind of I don't know, maybe it was a virus? Do, do rings get viruses? They probably do. Joyce had hopped out of the pool and went inside for a couple of uh, snackages and, and some a bottle of wine. And I'm sitting there, you know, in the pool holding the ring in my hand like, oh, my gosh, I don't believe this just happened. While I'm with my wife on a company retreat and I'm holding a ring that I've held on my finger for 24 years. I don't know about you fellas, but sometimes you get nervous and you, you fidget a little bit. Well, I would, you know, fidget with the wedding ring and, and just kind of swirl it and, and encircle it around my, uh, around my finger a little bit, uh, throughout the years and, and just kind of reposition that. And, and, um, you know, you, you, you twist it a few times, uh, when you're looking for the right words, when you're looking for the right phrase, or you're maybe you're waiting in line for something and you count I'm I'm also a little bit OCD. So I might be twisting the ring around my finger while I'm counting the tiles on the ceiling and which ones are, um, dirty and which ones have specks of dust, or, I'm I'm counting the tiles on the bathroom floor, or I'm waiting for something. And, I mean, did, did this make uh, sense to you? So there I am. I'm in the private pool. Joyce is inside, grabbing uh, some wine. We were we were just going to chill out in the pool for the rest of the evening and talk and chat and laugh and and, and doggone it, my my wedding ring just broke. I I felt terrible. I felt so bad. And uh, the wife comes back and, you know, you're going through your head. Okay, so how can we talk? How can I describe it? You know, she's going to ask, what happened to the ring? What what did you do? How could you break the ring on your finger? What is wrong with you? Why? How could you do this? You know, the the voice in your head that's yelling at you. Because it's not your wife. At least... Not yet, and uh oh boy, I'm just going through okay, uh, um how do you well, I noticed that there was some some loosening of the ring, and I thought it was uh because I'd lost weight and uh, and I had lost weight, and I'm you know twisting it around of how do you and, you know here, here she comes, like this is it here we go, we're going to uh we're going to tell my wife that I just broke. My wedding ring that I have had on my finger all this time and it is my own fault and I can't blame it on anyone else or anything else. I told her, I said, um Joyce, I'm I I'm really sorry. I I don't know exactly what happened. I was fidgeting with my wedding ring and it broke. Uh my wedding ring broke. What are you? I I don't know what to say about what do you say about something like that? How do you work through something like that? And the the response from her it, it was it did not surprise me what she said, because it is so her. I guess it shocked me that it was said so casually. I mean it shouldn't have because I I know my wife. You know that I know my wife. I know my wife. So I don't know why I expect anything different. It was probably just the enemy screaming at me in my ear, like, "Oh, you're an idiot! You're a, how do you destroy a wedding ring like that? What is wrong with you? You're such a fool!" And my loving wife turned to me and said, "Okay, now yeah, I just get another one, or not, or it's it's fine." And I'm like, "Huh?" I said, "No, I I'd, I I'd acc- I accidentally broke it. I don't I don't know what happened." She goes, "Yeah, w- would you like a glass?" Um, yep, sure do. Here's the thing about this gang. She knows that our marriage doesn't rise and fall with the jewelry that we wear around our fingers or around our neck. It doesn't rise with the amount of money in our bank account. It doesn't fall with the bank fees that we've incurred because I wrote a bad check and I didn't realize it because I wasn't being detailed in our budget and I failed and I misbehaved with money. I, I bought a meal I shouldn't have or I, um, you know, charged on the card. I, I didn't know we had so little in the account or Sometimes you just do dumb with money with zeros on the end and you get to pay the price of bang face. Our marriage it does is not founded on the fact that I gave her some really super expensive uh, full carat or three carat engagement ring that she has on her finger and she can show to all the ladies. Because the truth is, it's not all about that. The success of your marriage it will not be dependent upon how much you spent on that engagement ring the success of how well you guys will work and function as a couple as a as a um, as one being that god created you to be is not going to be dependent upon uh, how much you emptied out of your account and and how much you financed it that is a lie told to you from de beers and several different diamond companies From the early 1950s on a very good marketing campaign that says, you know, three months for life. Oh, yeah, with a deep voice and you know what your future bride wants. You know what your wife deserves and diamonds are forever. So somehow we get in our head that if we give her the ring, if we buy her the flowers, if we get her the chocolates, if we take her to her favorite restaurant, if we shower her with gifts, somehow she'll love us more. Do you know how I know this? Because I have thought this and I was wrong. It's not about the chocolates and the candy and the roses and the hotel nights and the champagne and caviar and the ring. It's not about any of that. It's all stuff. It's about what you guys share. It's about how you found your marriage, your engagement, your friendship. It's on so much more than just those little things that you bring or buy or the things to which you take her. Yes, those are great. Those are gifts. Do those things, but it's not about that. You want to get her a big ring? Fine, just don't finance it. Please don't do it with the thought that this means she loves me. This means that I love you. Gang, love is a lot more than, is all superficial stuff. It's a lot more than that. It is founded on a faith Joyce and I began our marriage on a foundation of faith of Jesus Christ, knowing that we believe in him. And because we started with that on the same common ground, our marriage has grown in leaps and bounds. Are there still things I need to learn and know about my wife? Yep. Are there still times that I I screw up? Yep. Am I going to keep asking questions that I'll give you the answers to? Probably, because that's how I roll. It's not about the stuff. When you prioritize the engagement, gentlemen, it's about this. It is about what what do you see in your marriage going forward? What do you see in her? What does she see in you? If she is only concerned about the size of the rock, gentlemen, keep on looking because you are beginning your marriage on the wrong thing. That rock, it might be big now. It'll look small to her later if that is the only thing with which she is concerned. If she prioritizes that thing, then watch out. If she prioritizes the rock, if she is prioritizing that bank account and and the, the beauty of the luxury car and the humongous home, it's all superficial. And, it, and your marriage will fail because it is based on what you can provide for and what you can give to her, and you don't want to start out with that. The marriage is based on 100% giving and 100% giving. It is not a 50% you and 50% me. It is not a, what can I get out of this marriage? It is not a, how can I change you so that you can be the person I want to marry? Because if she's not the person you want to marry today, she won't be the person you want to stay married to five, 10, or 15 years from now. It is not, how many kids can you give me? And I guess we'll get married. It is not a, how can you look great as eye candy and my arm because beauty? fades. That marriage must grow far deeper than just the skin. It must grow far richer than what your bank accounts look like because the economy will rise and fall. That car will tarnish. The home will become decrepit. The looks will fail, but the marriage will continue if it is founded and established on something far greater than all that bull crap. It will continue if it is founded on a faith, on something that is so deep, you can't touch it with a 10-foot pole. You can't buy it with money, and you can't sell it on Facebook or Instagram. You you almost can't even paint a picture of it. It is so great and wonderful and big and beautiful. I'm sorry. I don't have the words for it. I can't adequately describe it, but I can tell you what it's not, and it's not how great, I mean, maybe it's how great a Krispy Kreme donut is. Okay. No, it's not about the donuts and the pizza. It's not about the food. It's not about, can you be a good cook and a good lady in the bedroom? Can you be the the girl that I need in the bedroom? And can you be the candy on my arm to the party? It's not about any of that. What can you do for her? What can you bring to this marriage, how can you serve her as Christ loved the church? That's what it should be about for you. And if, when you see her, all you see is, uh, she wants this, she wants me to buy that, she wants me to work here and get this business card and wear this suit and and you know have this cup of of Dean and DeLuca in my hand, and I got to wear the leather bag because I got to have the perfect image. Gentlemen, keep on looking. You're not going to be happy. You will be miserable because that marriage will be founded on a faux belief that if I do these things, then I get that. It's got to be founded on a mutual love for each other that is so great you care more about her than than you care about yourself. And likewise, she cares more about you than she does about her. That is one of the key elements to a successful marriage that we have found to be so true over 25 years of living together, of waking up together, of going to sleep together, of being in the bedroom, of being in the kitchen, of being on a job site, uh, of sharing our hopes and dreams, because sometimes it's work. Sometimes I do things I don't know that I do that, that that makes her so angry that she has to really work to get over what I've done by accident or what I did on purpose. Gentlemen, when you marry, marry a model. Marry a Proverbs 31 model. That's what I found, and he who finds a wife finds a good thing. Somebody said that sometime, and that was really, really smart. But when you marry a woman who is... Uh, ornery, all about herself, constantly complaining. That's like a dripping faucet. It would be better if you died alone in the desert. So when I say prioritizing engagement, I mean, make it mean something. That's so much more than the stuff. Here's how I was engaged. Okay. You want a little clue on this? Let me tell you the story. Maybe you've heard the stories. You got to stick with me on this. I was broke as a joke. I didn't really have money. What I knew was my girlfriend at the time wanted to see this movie, and I wanted to watch it with her, and I really enjoyed everything about her. I took her home to meet my mom so I can get some approval. I prayed over this. I thought through this over and over again. I had dated enough wrong ladies to know this was a right woman, and I, I wanted to spend the rest of my life pleasing and serving her the way that Christ loved the church. How can I get to know her more? How can I be the one man in her life? For, for the rest of my life, how can I make her my wife? Well, I can pop the question, and I got the sweaty palms and I got the butterflies in my stomach and the cotton mouth, but I thought, you know what? I'll, I'll go for it. I mean, the worst she could do is laugh in my face, slap me, and, and leave me for dead. Uh, the next worst thing she could do was say no. And I thought, but what if she says yes? What if I could win her heart? What if I could serve her the rest of my life? That would be a blessing okay let's go for it so I found all the money that I can muster up and I uh I, I i went and picked her up after I had i had a job at Sam's club at the time we were still just finishing up college and I go to uh pick her up and then I uh, we went to Kmart and I, and we both go in and she hits the restroom and I hit the way back and I'm running and I found this movie and I go back up to the front and I pay for the movie and I run it out to the car and then I go back inside to pick her up and I said, hey, uh, I guess I'm ready to go. I, I guess I don't have what I need. And she had this strange look on her face. And then we go out to the car and um, and I kneel down and I I, well, I open up the door and I grab the gift and I kneel down. And she's like, uh, what's happening? And I pull out this movie and it was the cheat. I mean, who does this? How do you you don't uh, propose? With the movie, it was on video cassette. If this makes a difference, okay, help me out here. Throw, throw me, throw me a freaking bone here, okay? And I, I said, hey, uh, would you permit me? Jeez, I can't even get the words out. Can you permit me to be your, the one man in your life for the rest of mine? Will you marry me? And she said yes. With a movie cassette proposal. Who does that? Okay. I didn't have the money to, to get some phenomenal ring. We didn't have the, the money to go to a far distant land where the move where the, the scenery was picturesque and everything was perfect. And the sunset was behind us because we had just come from a, a $700 steak dinner. And I'm really trying to impress her because she didn't care about any of it. Believe it or not, gentlemen, she cared more about me than the scenery, than the gift, than the way by which I proposed, than the words that I used because she loved me. That's the kind of woman you want to propose to. And I hope and pray you find that kind of a woman. Fortunately, this kind of woman was hot. And I mean, like on a scale of 10, yeah, she turned it up to 11 kind of a hot. You want to marry a Proverbs 31 kind of a wife. If you don't know it, find a Bible, go to Proverbs, turn to chapter 31. You'll be amazed. That's the kind of woman that you want. And the lies, don't believe the lies that the world tells you that this is the beautiful thing. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Do do the women out there, do they want a great story? Yeah, they do. And you can give it to her without the big expense. Get a little bit creative. Do some looking around on Pinterest. We didn't have Google back then, gentlemen. Couldn't do it. I just had to get a little creative. Okay, I know she wants to watch this movie. Hopefully, you know, fingers crossed, she'll want to watch it with me for the rest of her life. And she said Yes.